0: What is the thing that we can all do to really support the growth and development of this child and raise their own belief in what's possible?
1: The educational landscape has shifted. The social mobility is very segregated. Therefore, politically,
0: the same thing is happening. The decisions you make around that child's education are of paramount importance. What can we do that would make educators' lives better? How do we make change that you can see in the classroom? They don't have summers off. They're not on a break. Most of the time that kids are not in school, teachers are still working. To impact our urban public schools, to impact the life of a child, we really wanted to elevate the profile of our city as well as elevate the opportunities that exist in education here. I'm Jen Maestas, and you're listening to Miss Education. I am super Super excited about sitting down with my two education BFFs, my family here. Uh, It's been a minute since we've been on the podcast together. I can't think of a better time to sit down and talk. I talk to them all the time. That's not even fair. Like I, we just spent six hours together. I'm not going (laughs) to lie. But we're, we are, each one of us, just figuring out how to get through like every day. I was going to say the pandemic, but it's like, no, that's too big picture. We're trying to figure out how to get through every day because we are, you know, we're in the workforce and we are wives and we are sisters and we are daughters and we are mothers. And it's a lot. We're each other's friends and there's just tons of stuff going on. And I've been thinking a lot about, um, self-care but like educator self-care and and what that means to our profession um, and so that's what we're going to talk about today so obviously if you haven't figured it out i'm sitting with jenny and veronica Hi. <laughs> <laughs> we're <just all> together. <laughs> try to pick them apart
1: who's who <laughs> we all sound the same
0: yeah we were laughing earlier because we I, we can't tell our voices apart anymore really when listen. we listen when we play stuff back um. So, anyway, here we are. Hi, everyone. Hi, everybody.
1: I hope everyone listening um, really takes the next. I don't know. We usually spend forty-five minutes to an hour, and that this just gives someone light and hope and um, a laugh, a laugh, and recharges y'all to continue to do the hard work that we're all doing in schools and with teachers and in education because it is. The work that we're doing is really real and uh the topics we're going to talk about today um are essential to our survival as a career and as people and uh that's what that's what salt's about and that's why salt exists. so i hope that y'all have just a great experience listening to
0: this podcast today she's okay. a woman okay. a few words over there well, that's how <laughs> you tell us apart <laughs> <laughs> oh my god amen to all of that there's just so many things going on right now I mean we're yes we're in a global pandemic but I also think we're like staring down an election day that's giving me such anxiety I can't stand it I'm like what do we have to do to get people to actually vote um and obviously vote the way I think you should vote (laughs) (laughs) and then and then you know we're also like I don't know, navigating a lot of social justice issues that either I was tuned out to before or I can't explain why it's affected me so much now in ways that I don't think it bothered me before, which is shameful to admit, but it's true. Um, And so I think that weighs heavy on me every day and it makes me question too, like, what is my part in this? Um, Am I part of the problem? Am I part of the solution? what should I be doing? How does my language have to shift? So there's just a lot going on. It's, and then it's like staying home and not doing the things that I'm accustomed to doing. And, you know, for a while that was, um, an act of self-preservation and so it seemed like this is something I have to do but it's been so long now that I'm like shit man am I ever like <laughs> are we ever going to I mean, leave the house again do I really care about preserving myself this much yeah. like it's been seven months <laughs> is this really self preservation at this yeah, point definitely I I literally just counted I needed to count yes seven months
1: since March, March. since early oh my March crap yeah, yeah. So, shit is really know. dark. Of gathering and, in and in big places. Yeah, things are really lives. heavy for a lot of people. Uh, but we have some good news. We have for lots sure. of good
0: news. For sure. And I
1: there's, think there's tons there's of goodness. silver linings. There's goodness
0: in the world still. Totally, tons of silver linings. I love, like you know, I love hate working at home. <laughs> I, I, uh, I'm super easily distracted. And I have three kids and they're big distractions, but I've never had the opportunity to hang around with them for so much time. So that I am grateful for. Uh, I like that, like today, if we took a family lunch break and we drove to Woodlawn Lake and fed the ducks because we just needed to be in the sunshine for a second, like I can't recreate that in a pre or post pandemic world, (laughs) that's not going to happen. So yeah, there are tons of silver linings, but I also think like, I'm, I recognize that self-care is a buzzword and that there are lots of things that um, only hit so deep breathing. Like that's not going to keep me from quitting my job. I don't think. (laughs) (laughs) So what are the things that truly give us life And keep us from quitting our job. And that's kind of where we're going to spend our time tonight.
1: Well, and I also think, I don't know, as far as for me, that that time, because I haven't been at home, like, working with my kid for seven months. But it was a while. It was from, Mm -hmm. like, March until early August before I went back, right? So I did have that time to enjoy, you know, my family. And then it was like, okay, like... (laughs) (laughs) It's (laughs) time, <laughs> <laughs> right? It's time to go back, but um, I totally forgot where he's going. Is Joaquin
0: back on campus? He's not
1: back on campus. He's not.
0: But he's doing fine working he's at home. He's doing fine
1: working at home. Yeah, he's a teenager. So it's a little different for me to navigate, I guess, the at-home learning. It's easier, I yeah. guess. It's easier for me because he's in high school. He's a junior, and he gets up you know, on his own, does his work, I get home, he's like, can you help me with this? So, it's it's. I am he's not such thinking about way. online learning mm-hmm. as other people are. So, I, I think that part of being at home is a little easier for me. And mm-hmm. being able to go back to work knowing he's still okay with his learning. Yeah. He's a hard worker and he's smart, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Knock on wood. <laughs> so, yeah, as Jen was saying, um, and, and Veronica, we're trying to navigate schooling our own kids and all of it. But I think, uh, you know, salt is a form of self-care. So these moments, for I, sure. think, I think for me have been, uh, so, so my kiddos are both, both my kids are four and eight. They're back to in-person learning. But I think the hardest thing right now for me to overcome personally is, like, this limbo of, like, we're not in person and we're not online. Like, everything is a hybrid. Everything yeah. is having to take the shape of, like, what the world we used to know and then the world we know now. And I think that that limbo is is weighing heavy on, on teachers and on me um, because I want things to be back to so normal, but I'm also, you know, doing it cautiously. Yeah, self-care has definitely been something that I think pre-COVID – uh, was like totally a buzzword, but now taking care of ourselves through pandemics and th- through trying to work and through knowing and, and understanding the world that we live in has been essential to our survival and, and life, like Jen said, like life-giving and really thinking about what brings you joy and what centers you mm-hmm. and what brings you happiness and who brings you happiness and what are those things that that uh, make your work worth doing? So, so we kind of themed it, do we want to, yeah. To do the big announcement. Yeah. Do it. So this year, if you're listening, you can definitely uh, look forward to an amazing event. We have a mini conference called salt collective 2020 mm-hmm. happening. Hey. Um, so it's a, it's a software conference happening on November 13th and 14th here in San Antonio, Texas. You can look us up at salt collective.io and find out more about the event, get yourself registered. But we, did three big nuggets, I think that are are if we could theme out how we are having to recharge and refresh and and send ourselves to propel for the work and the world that we're having to face um it's rest, spirituality, and healing, and I think those three words mean different things to the three of us, and so uh maybe if we could tear down self care and break it into three parts, those are the three things that we're embarking on and and really. Having to hone in and, and well, I think work what, for those three things. I think the one thing that this has done, like the pandemic, and I, I think that's where I lost my train of thought earlier, <laughs> is that self-care, you're right, was like kind of a buzzword, even before the pandemic hit. But people are really paying attention to self-care now. Like mm-hmm. what exactly, just mm-hmm. like you said, what exactly does that mean to you? And I think more people are paying attention to self-care what do we need as a family? What do I need as an individual mm-hmm. to reconnect and recharge myself to be
0: ready for all these things that have changed in the world? Yeah. So I think we definitely need to pay
1: closer attention. So I love the fact that we are we are doing this um, self-care because teachers right now I think really need it. All, all everybody in education right now needs this. <laughs>
0: Yeah, for sure. I think, I think any helping profession struggles with like a duality, like dual modes of being really altruistic and thinking about how we're solving for big issues like equity and access. Um, and then also being very in a self-preservation mode, right? Like <laughs> what, it's one or the other, like either I'm going to preserve myself or I'm going to, like, die fighting this battle. Um, and I, I, I honestly think, like, I'm really starting to recognize, like, there is this duality of things that are happening. Um, we're either in this deep cycle. Well, no, not either. We're in a deep cycle of exhaustion. <laughs> and we feel guilty if we stop. Yes. Right? Like, it's both of the things. Um, and I think that's true for, like, being a mom, I know that's true for me for being a mom. Like I can be really exhausted by by all of the things that being a mom means. Um, But I feel guilty if I feel like I didn't live up to my mom's standard in my head. Even though my kids are totally fine with, I think they're fine with my mommy most days unless I take something away from them. (laughs) Um, But I feel like that's true for educators too is like we're... Moving at breakneck speed, trying to reinvent, literally, the, the way we do things. Yeah. And we feel guilty if we're like, I need a day.
1: Yeah. Plus, I think we're working more hours. Even though I, I think that it's out there that it's 8.06 on a Wednesday. Yes. <laughs> right. None of us are home. None of us are home. But I think that that people have a perception. It's online. You're at home. And so you're not working as many hours or you're not working as much or as hard or whatever adjective you want to put in there. But they're working. I literally just got a text from a teacher That's right. Like, uh, a parent just contacted me, you know, asking about working yes. and what, what do I do? <laughs> It, again, it's 8 o'clock at night, and I think that this line blur of oh,
0: for sure. online, like, teachers are working more than ever. For Absolutely. sure. So they uh, need this right. Yeah, break like, there's charge. no clear boundary between work and home, especially, no. yeah, like, in my life, that's super blurry. Like, I am. Especially
1: just working at home.
0: Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I read this thing
1: that, like, just resonated with me so much, and I, like, literally done, I couldn't remember, but it said, I'm doing too much and not enough. Yeah, that's and the duality I'm talking I'm like, about. I'm doing too much, not enough. And yesterday I was talking to um, another school leader and, and we were talking about how teachers need to feel supported. And I told him the most terrifying thing for me, me that I foresee longevity in this profession is that there would be an exodus of any type or resignations of really talented educators that are just not getting the fill. They need and what they need in these moments. And so I, I think we're so lucky to have each other in this space and have salt. And so I think all of us are super intentional about getting this out to more people. But if this podcast or this community can keep even one person um, from resigning or from, you know, from quitting, from quitting um, because the fight is really hard, just know that we are all in it. And, and it's just that like I'm doing too much and that's not, and I'm, Doing too much and not enough. Like, that duality. And uh, we also feel that. We feel that every day. We feel that on our way to work. Um, And I respect anyone who's in it with us right now because it is hard. Um, But it's not impossible. And we need to be very intentional about the ways that we are building ourselves back up to do the work every day.
0: And hopefully it's seasonal, right? Like, hopefully that we're in a hard season, but we're not there's going to be a day when we're not in this season. Right. And so um, I, I went to a leadership seminar one time that was called The Courage to Lead and they really talked about seasons and how you're, how life is built around this principle of seasons. And some seasons are dark and dry and some seasons are full of life and you just cycle through them. And what happens during a dark and dry season a lot of times is that things that are going to happen in the spring are just dormant right now but there is work happening there's stuff under the surface that is happening that is growing that is it's just dormant for this time but when we come out of it new stuff is going to be there and and all the all the dark and dry stuff is going to give way to like new birth yeah. and I'm excited for that and I think it's worth taking a minute to say like, okay, in this dark, dry season, if that's where you are, personally, professionally, spiritually, what could you do to recapture rest or to reconnect with your spirituality or to experience some healing while we while things are are the way they are? So what do you guys do to find rest? Listeners, (laughs) Listeners, <laughs> just, just
1: kidding. Wait, maybe really I need to maybe I need to back that up. Do you ever rest? I think <laughs> that's <laughs> a cut off Yes. What is rest? That? No. no. I, earlier today at dinner, we were talking about how little sleep all three of us get, um, <laughs> and like literally, I sleep like three to four hour bursts or chunks, and I have such I am such a light sleepers, so like there's always a cat on my chest or there's like a dog that's <laughs> scratching or a child that's blowing their nose and my brain and body just feel and hear all of it. And I can't ever shut, shut it off on top of my teacher brain slash admin brain. My administrator brain is always like, Oh, I thought of that. Did you? So, it? <laughs> so the one time I think that's doesn't include sleeping, that I absolutely rest um, every two to three weeks, my like rest time, Is getting my lashes done, (laughs) so (laughs) it's one of my like. When we look at budgets, I'm like, you can cut off our cable, we can cut off, we we can limit eating out, but I need to get my lashes done. And they're beautiful, (laughs) by the way. Yes, they are. My lashes. So one. Um, I, am not particularly like, I don't like, I mean, I'll do shopping, but I don't do a lot of big, like personal hygiene. (laughs) Like like, I'm not going to like, I'm not going to splurge on a massage. I like my legs are (laughs) hairy. (laughs) Like my legs are hairy. Like it's fine. It's (laughs) fine. Sorry, listeners. I I buy soap. I buy soap. I use shampoo and soap. Mostly, most of the time. Most days. Most days. When you get your lashes done, you have this like quiet room and they give you this like huge, fluffy, giant blanket and you lay on a table. And like 90% of the time, they play like really calm music. Sometimes I listen to podcasts or music and I just pass out. Like I just <laughs> have the best naps to where like my jolting wakes me up and I like shake at the table. Like one of those good naps. Yeah. How long um, does it take to get your lashes done? It, it's about an hour. Really? It's about an hour. But I mean, it's enough to like tell yeah, me to Yeah, take, for sure. Like a good hour and a half. Anytime now, I stop moving for an
0: hour, I feel oh like gosh. I could take an hour. That's yes. a big time commitment. An
1: hour. An hour. I get two fancy days. when they take an hour for my hair. I'm like, can you hurry up? You don't need to dry it. <laughs> so, so that's the thing yes. is that like all the layers of roles that I have to play. Like I, it's one of those things that if I tell um, my person, Ben, thank you so much for my partner. I'm like, I'm Sunday at 12, like, this is what I'm doing. He just, like, honors that hour in, like, ways that I can. He's, like, okay. Like, it's, so I, I make the appointment. And once the appointment's set, like, it's really hard to get in. And they charge you if you, like, cancel it. Mm, yeah. So it's, like, no. Friday, Friday at 7 p.m. or, like, Sunday at 2, whatever time. That's it's it. It's just that's my thing. hour of rest. Yeah. So that's my thing. That's how I rest. Yeah. Because I know I don't rest when I sleep and I don't rest any other time, but I rest when I'm getting my lashes done, I'll take good naps, that's so funny, because you're saying, like, you, that's an hour, and it's just like I'm saying, like, I, I will literally go get my hair colored, and be like, hurry, hurry, like, you're taking, you know, I need, I, go, walk out, my hair is dripping wet, I'm like, I'm fine, I'm good, because it's been an hour, and I'm so antsy, I cannot sit still for that long of a period of time, we t- we they laugh at me. We we're talking earlier, and it's like, but sit me in front of the Hallmark Channel, and I can be there all You're zoned out. all yeah. day. I finally yesterday or last night got to rest. Right, I came home, and I was like, you know what? The game, the boys are watching. I don't know some playoff game, and I'm gonna go into the other room, and I'm gonna watch the Hallmark Channel. And I lay down in bed, and I put it the movie on, and it was like it's over. That couldn't have been that long. How, how can this movie be over? <laughs> and was, and it, like, it's like 9.45. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. like, that's like my mm-hmm. um, non-thinking, Yeah. you know, something where I don't have to think, I don't have to get antsy about, who killed who? Right. Murder, A the mystery movie. of it all, and who solved yeah. it? Like this is, I know. Look, I know what's going to happen at the end of <laughs> every single huh, Hallmark movie. I know <laughs> all this stuff, and that's why I love them. My mind is just at rest. Yeah. When I'm Hallmark, Hallmarking, Hallmark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm to nice rest yesterday.
0: Me too. Yeah. I I binge watch TV sometimes, but I th- like but Bravo and E are my yeah, those yes, are yes, yeah, give me I'm the trash. trash TV all day long. Yeah, I'm not opposed day. to trash. I love oh, it. I love it. I love, love the it. trash TV. But I I um I was sitting listening to both of you and I was like, what is it that gives me rest? I sleep at night. I mean, inconsistently, but pretty well. I get like five to six hours of sleep at night, mm-hmm. which. Doesn't, like, ruin me during the day, but I wouldn't say it's my favorite form of getting rest. Like, I don't want to go take a nap during the day. I don't want to sleep. What I want is to be left – I want to be alone. Like, I don't want another human being around me when I need to rest. Like, my rest is total 100% aloneness. I want to be alone. I don't want to have my phone. I don't want to – for anyone to be able to find me or <laughs> uh-huh. like, I want to be alone and I could be doing a lot of different things and that's fine. Like, I don't mind going out to eat by myself. I don't mind going shopping by myself. Um, I don't, I'll take a hot bath at the end of the day, but I want to just be by myself. Like that is when I find my most Is Like I don't want to, I am, I think I am a really big people person and I tend to be around a lot of people. That's the way that, that is what charges me, you know, like I want to gather people and have meals and, and, and see a lot of people. But when I'm tired and I need to rest, I actually want to just be by myself. Like I don't, mm-hmm. I don't want anyone asking anything of me. I just want to go do whatever I want to do and be totally by myself. That on a walk sense. or whatever it is, whatever it is, and that's how I can, like, okay, that brings me okay. rest. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I love, yeah, I that's love what love love it. Sometimes family. I get
1: to your house and you've been by yourself, and you are in the I'm best. So happy, you are. I am. You're so
0: happy, and it smells good, and you have yes. candles on. I just want to be by myself for a little while. Yes, so if I ever disappear, I don't worry. for I me, <laughs> <I can't laughs> me like, that a three-day period. I'm so like, hey,
1: come over real quick. And you're completely <laughs> alone. I'm like, I totally just ruined her life.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> you're, no. Michelle, you're not ruining my life. I just, yes. sometimes I'm like, Rest. I don't want it. I don't want to, you know why? Maybe it's, too, that I feel the need to intervene when there are other people around me. Like I want to serve you, you know yeah. what I mean? Like I want to be up and getting just you what you it. need or whatever, and I can't even help it. So Carlos will tell me like, Jen, just go, go do whatever you need to do in the other room. But if I hear Elise or somebody say like, "Where's my?" I'm like, "It's over there!" I jump <laughs> in. I'm like, "Why do? I, why are we doing that? Other people are <laughs> <laughs> capable. I'm my worst enemy. Did you with know that? Yeah. <laughs> get it. I know
1: exactly where it is. Exactly.
0: So I actually have to be by myself in order to like yeah. bring myself down. Yeah.
1: Okay. So our other strand that we really want to focus on was spirituality.
0: I, I'll just say plainly that I believe in God and I believe that we're part of a big system um, and we're all connected because we're part of it. And so I do, I, you know, I know religion is really a hard topic for lots of reasons, mm-hmm. And I wouldn't say that I necessarily am anti-religious or pro-religious, but I do believe that there is a higher calling, right? Or a higher way of being. And and I think we're all connected by it and through it. And for me, um, just taking time and sitting in that is sometimes what I need to stay really centered. Um, And sometimes it means going to church. Sometimes it means having a, a beer and Bible study, which is my favorite thing. Uh, sometimes it means just talking it out or listening to like a worship song or just staying close to, to the idea that there's meaning to things, that, that things don't have to be senseless, even if they feel senseless, um, and, and staying close to the idea that things can be restored even when they are, they get really, really broken. I'm going to get emotional. I don't even know why. I just think like, those are the things that I feel really spiritual about. It's like things can get restored. I believe in that. And I think that, you know, stealing words from Carlos, like there's actually purpose to pain sometimes. And there's power in that. And sometimes the hard parts of our story are what connect us to people. Um, And that connection is what like can save stuff, save a marriage, save a friendship, save a person's life. Um, And so for me, it's just creating time to stay close to that and, and taking time to like sit in that. And sometimes that's church. And sometimes it's just a conversation. This is a spiritual thing for me to be with you every week. Yeah, yeah, sure. No, I, I mean I'm I'm
1: looking at <clears throat> like note tonight and like there isn't one thing I think specific, right? So it's 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 like you were. I may not go to church every week. It's <laughs> been a while. I'll be honest, but. It's that drive to work
0: where I talk to God every mm-hmm. morning. Yes. Every
1: morning. Yes. It's, it's not even, yeah. it's, it's a literal conversation. Yeah. That I have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that like centers and calms me every day so that I can
0: refocus and be a better person. Yeah. Yeah. yeah sure. It, 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 it's, it's what I do. Um. That's one of the things I miss the most about going to work actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that I recognize now that I don't have a commute, that I don't have a God time. <laughs> like, like it's not an automatic when I get in my car, I'm gonna I don't know. Like I have noticed that yeah. when I do drive out to a school that I'm like, oh yeah, this, this is, what is what I got. Hey I'm, God, hey,
1: it's, God. God. <laughs> it's me. I'm going to work. No, I, I, I always love that word spirituality over religion, I think, Mm -hmm. because I think that to make, to kind of echo what y'all said, I do think like my, there's a spirit or there's a part of me and both of y'all that's eternal, and a piece of everyone and everything that is connected and is eternal. And we've, as humans have processed in different ways. Um, But I will say that uh, I have to ride with my kids (laughs) to work every day. And it was my God time. And this is, this might be surprising to a lot of you, but it's really hard for me to be silent. (laughs) No, (laughs) but who would have guessed (laughs) on my way to work? I don't do music. I don't do podcasts. I drive in silence and my kids, I I never really realized that, but they're like, can listen to music? I'm like in the morning, we're just gonna be quiet. And and I'm a morning person. It's not that I don't want to talk. I just need that minute to just like focus my thoughts and talk to God and just center myself. So yeah, I also have that that little morning commute, but now that they're like in the car with me, <laughs> it's, it's getting harder. So I have to carve that time out, like when I'm planning out my week or those types of moments. Um, but there's, I also think like spirituality is also ancestral for me, and mm-hmm. um, I had the privilege of being raised by my grandparents on and off. And a few weeks ago, I buried my grandpa, mm-hmm. and just that that moment though of like recentering my spirituality on like who my ancestors are and where I come from, that was a, a, a level that I needed to experience um, in this time, like during a pandemic. And I, and I know that I come from them, but like, no, I really come from them. Right. Like their experiences and um, <clears throat> their their memories and their guidance just drives who, who my spirit is in really deep ways. And so yes. I had that experience, um, it's probably been a month now, uh, three weeks, and go, it's like having to leave the country and go with them and be in their home. And, and the physical act of, of, of physical separation, but not spiritual separation um, happened during this time. And so I'm like, that really grounded my spirituality and it healed me in ways that even though my person, a person of mine has gone, I'm, I'm fulfilled in different ways spiritually. Yeah. So I experienced that a few weeks ago and yeah, I, I you need those moments, right? Like, in life, that pain, in those moments, to to really ground who you are spiritually and where you come from and what spirit,
0: other spirits you come from. I love that. Yeah. I think I didn't appreciate that until probably like really late in life, Jenny. Is yeah. that you know? I know where I came from, but I didn't. I am where I came from. Yeah, and that's different. Like. You know, and as we age and we say goodbye to people that were such a, a huge life force, I have found that same sense of spirituality that I, I am not just my grandmother's granddaughter. I am my grandmother. Like she's in me. Absolutely. And her it's her voice, it's her it's silly things, you know? Yeah. And I think that, that that is spiritual. Absolutely. That that sense of eternity. So I had that moment, um, really
1: recharge and just the, the, the experience over the last few weeks to just, um, turn that into this moment of, of grounding me spiritually again. And, and like you said, like I, I didn't listen to church on Sunday and I say, listen, because (laughs) that's how we're having to do it. Right. Yeah. Podcast or through YouTube or the Facebook app or whatever. Um, and then something else that I, that I just grounds me every day is, um, just, and being in prayer with my sons, and ex- experiencing spirituality through them right now for the yeah. first time, like them trying to understand um, who, who they, their role as a child of God, and their role of like let's we hold hands, we pray, and so like being prompted by them to pray over them at night when I put them to bed or over meals. Um, I think that that grounds me like on a daily basis, where I see little glimpses of like there's just true human spirit and who we are. Yeah. And so those little experiences, um, I think since March have, um, shifted. And it's like, I still do yoga. I pray, you know, like those things, but I'm like, there's just been some moments that have, uh, just illuminated my spirit a lot. Yeah. I think we all know that pain, right? So, yes. Yeah. Definitely. You know. Definitely. There, there are times that it's the same. Like I lost my mom, like with Jenny. Yeah. Um, that's like where, (laughs) but, but you're absolutely right. Like I, I literally will, will tell myself like, "Mm -mm, you are your mother's daughter. Like, that's right. This is it. And I hear her, I, you know, yeah. And it's like, and I think where you say like, she is within me and what I have accomplished, what I have done is because I am her daughter. That's right, absolutely. Yes, such a strong so, identity you mm-hmm. have yeah. in her, and yeah, so her spirit will continue to yeah, work through you and and all of our people that we love. So, I'm like that's that's a new level of spiritual yeah. experience. Yeah. This yeah, I love that. One. I love that. Where it's like yeah. you know, but now like it's a greater sense yeah. of knowing, yeah, and becoming yeah. one with, with your loved ones. Absolutely, yeah. exactly. And that's I know a me. lot of. um like indigenous uh, and, and even some uh, Asian cultures really look at their ancestral so spirituality, and so definitely, I think it was just super illuminated during this time. Mm-hmm. So the last strand, mm-hmm. and I think that we all could go through this, is healing. Yeah, and uh, just how we all heal in very very different ways, and um, that word means so many people. Like you were using the word restore, and I thought of the word mm-hmm. healing as well. How are you guys healing? They're all through it all. What are you using to heal?
0: Self-care, <laughs> healing. I for me I feel like those two things are braided together. Like my spirituality and the way that I heal are really intertwined. I don't it's hard to separate them. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Exactly, cuz when when you're talking about spirituality and healing, like to me they're one and the same. Mm-hmm. Like I'm thinking well, my healing is connected to what I just talked about with spirituality. Yeah. Like, so it, it is very connected in and, and how we think. And I think, like, I'm talking, like, you know, like my mom, like, I'm having to, ha- again, have conversations all day <laughs> with my yeah. mom. It's just a conversation with her that it's an all day thing. But it does, I know this sounds really weird. But it does, you know, heal me. Yeah, um, that's healing. And there are, like, these little things, like, like don't think I'm, I'm really weird. So there I are, like, two, two times, like, you know. Did I tell you I lost my ring? Did I tell no. you? So a, 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 a really oh, my God. Oh, my okay. gosh. So I literally... It's <laughs> not your ring. I know. So I, I, I lost my wedding ring for three days. Okay. So, again... I come home every day, I take off my wedding ring and I have like a side counter right Uh before you walk into the kitchen or a side table, excuse me. I put my watch, my ring, I go into the kitchen, wash hands, etc. I do this every day and every day my mom would tell me you shouldn't leave your ring there. You shouldn't leave your (laughs) ring there. I know, Like blah, blah, right? Of course. So I happened to come home two weeks ago and it's I okay so it was either on that side table or on the counter but like right above the kitchen seat I put my ring down started washing dishes I walked away and I forgot totally forgot until the next day when I went to put it on in the morning I was like oh shit where's my ring like oh crap no big deal I was like "Ah, I'll find it later so I come home look again lost this was Wednesday couldn't find it. I looked everywhere. <laughs> Your told mom my is. husband, <laughs> Your mom told is. my husband. He was like, are you serious? I haven't even finished paying for that ring. I lost <laughs> That's it. That's why I said, not the ring. <laughs> yes. So I happened to work that Saturday and I told my husband when I come home, we've looked in the, in the house up, down, everywhere, okay? So I go to work and I tell him When I get home, I'm taking every single bag of trash out of the trash can, and I'm looking through there because the last place I remember seeing it is in the kitchen on the counter. (laughs) Somebody must have – whatever. So he comes to pick me up from work. He had dropped me off. He comes to pick me up, and I was mad. (laughs) First – well, okay, let me backtrack. So for three days, I have been talking to my mother saying – Where is this ring? (laughs) Where is this ring? Put it somewhere where I can find it. Like, it's gotta be here, Mom. Help me find my ring. I'm in so much trouble. I'm in so much much trouble. (laughs) So he comes to pick me up, and I'm mad because number one, he's late. And I'm like, where have you been? He's like, I'm late, (laughs) right? With attitude, because I'm looking for your ring. And he looks at me and he goes, and I found it. And I just burst into tears, oh, and he's like, why are you crying? I was like, oh my god, you don't understand. I've been talking to her. I've been asking her to leave the ring somewhere. I've been asking her, where's my ring? So he looks at me, and he was like, you, you won't believe where I found it. I was like, where did you find it? Because we have looked everywhere. He's yeah. like it was under the pillow in the bed. What? what? I'm not playing. I was like, That's you're wild. lying. I was like, you're wild. lying. He was like, no. He goes, you, you had to have taken it off. I said, I would never have taken it off in bed and, took and it, put it I under know. the pillow. I don't go to bed. I, like, as soon as I get home, I take my ring off right. because it's just what I do. It's like, I wouldn't have done that. And second, I sleep on my stomach with my hands under no. the pillow. It was like for three days I've been looking. It. I would have known the ring was there, yeah. like under one of these pillows. Right. Madness. Anyway, he was like, "That's where I found it." Yeah. Uh huh. So I was like, "I promise, I'll <laughs> a place for it." <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get you a little cup. Seal <laughs> it. <laughs> so. That to me, like that's my that's I just yeah. To that's my need yeah, is sure. talking to my yeah. mom, yeah, yeah. Like, for whatever feeling. the reason, maybe. Yeah, help me keep this plant alive. What do I do? <laughs> I don't know what to do with this plant. Or give yeah. me courage. I'm about to go talk to
0: this yeah. group of
1: teachers, and how do I make them feel better? Like just be yeah. one with me and yeah. give me some of your strength. Definitely. Yeah. So that's a good. Yeah.
0: Anyway. And your mom was awesome, Veronica. Yeah, like, she, like, was.
1: Awesome. she was. She was. She was. So I was trying to think. So like, as soon as I got off the plane from Mexico City, where my grandfather's burial was, um, within like 24 hours, we packed up and we like drove out to Garner and we just spent a couple of days in nature.
0: So like when I think of healing and and I didn't know I was an outdoor person
1: at all. Like I, play, I, was, I was, athletic and I played sports and I can be in a heat for a long time, but like, I never camped. I never hiked. I never, like, we didn't fish. We didn't hunt nothing like of that sort. And then comes along Ben versus and he's like, you're going <laughs> to he's <laughs> like, do all this for fun. <laughs> and we're going to raise children to do it for fun too. So, uh, earlier in the pandemic, we, um, bought and restored a 1989 camper and it was falling apart. So we literally had to like rebuild the wooden panels, paint it, lay down floor, basically the works on this thing. And it's been a labor of love and, um, going out into nature has been super healing for me in ways that I just didn't ever imagine myself. Like I want to, like I own hiking boots
0: now Mm -hmm. and,
1: um, and my my kids like it so much, so we are super intentional about spending time out there, but half the time you don't get self-service, like this obsession with like, you know, being connected, and I don't mean just social media, I literally like checking my email, and like following up with WhatsApp with my family and teachers, so you can stay connected when there's nothing to connect you to, right, so like that immediate disconnect is, is super healing um, to just, and, and I honestly think like I could turn my phone off, but like I'll find a way to Check emails and, and just ensure that I'm staying on top of everybody that I want to feel connected to. So it's been super healing to like disconnect from all the different things that we have to do in the regular world um, and just hike or be on water or fish. And actually, I don't fish. Like, I don't actually hold poles. Like, I don't hold fishing poles, but I will read. Like, the boys will fish for a couple hours and I'll sit there and read. <clears throat> And that's also healing for me, like reading about like history or like
0: anti-racism.
1: Like I love hist- historical yeah. books, uh, teaching books. So reading and nature have been really healing. And so like, as soon as my grandfather, I came back within, within 24 hours, we were already going somewhere. And um, yeah, so I'm like, okay, if that is something that I know, then I have to plan for that. So looking ahead at the next couple months, scheduling some time for me to heal in those ways. And I also think, um, I, I know like a lot of people, like when you get into like your rhythm of like, get stuff done, your partner as an educator partner, like they're always the ones that are like supporting your emotions, supporting your time, supporting and and they're creating bandwidth for you to do all the things that you need to do. So I also think that 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 space really allows for me and my partner, Ben to just connect and really authentic ways as well. Like we're, we're quiet in front of fire or we're quiet outside or we're in water together. Yeah. Um, And so we reconnect to each other. And that I think is healing too, that my person is with me and our boys are with us. And uh, we just spend a lot of quality time together outside with boots on.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking too, when you were talking about just about all of that and being with Ben and having that time to reconnect that I think maybe another thing that is healing for me is being able to fall apart for a minute oh, with yeah. someone that I know is going to like sure. be okay with that. For like sure. I don't want to be a basket case and it doesn't last long, but there are times where I just need to like let it out. Like right. I need a good right cry yeah. or I need to get mad about something or I need to like I need somebody to sit with me and say like, dude, it's going to be okay. Like you're okay. We're okay. It's going to be okay. And that's hard for me. But when I give in and let my scar down, it it actually is really healing. Like, I like to be the person that is, I already told you, I can't, I don't know how to rest. I want to serve you. I want to be there for you. I want to make sure you're okay. I don't necessarily want to be doted on. Like, and I feel as if maybe, I don't know, like I can't handle it if I admit that I'm, I need help, you know, but when I admit it and when I can (laughs) sit down and say like, I'm losing my mind, I need somebody to like, take care of me for a minute and just hold space for my freak out. Yeah. Then I feel much better. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Sorry, Carlos. And thank you. Sorry and thank you. Sorry and thank you all at the same time. And there are those times
1: when when you're like, I can't do it. I can't do this. This is so hard. This is and they
0: Yeah, You do it every day. Yeah. Right. You can and you will. And lots of times it's Carlos that's doing that, but lots of times it's it's somebody else. It's you guys. It's me picking up the phone and being like, I can't breathe. (laughs) (laughs) I can't breathe.
1: It's good to have that person, right? It's good to have us. It's good to be able to know that at home you have that person. And I think that that's why, like I'm the same way, like you can, we can, we can all keep it together. Yes. Because you know that when it comes that time where we need to just, just be real, like freak out and you know, whatever, someone's going to be there. For us to help us to get it, get us through that moment in time. For sure. And not, well, and be there, be there.
0: Yeah. Just hold the space, right? Like just, it is what it is. You need to say what you need to say. I'm right here. I'm going to hear you out. I'm not going to tell you you're wrong, but I'm going to tell you to get through it. Mm -hmm.
1: It's such a nice feeling to have that. So as educators, we look at all the different ways that healing happens and rest happens and what spirituality means. And it 100%. And it totally aligns to what the book we're reading, right? Yeah, I'm Reading the book, The Courage to Teach. And it, and it talks about like how those three parts of who the person is, is also the same person that shows up to teach kids. That's and right. you can't separate. You can't separate the person that heals through talking to their mom mm-hmm. or that is spiritual, um, you know, when they're alone that same person shows up in classrooms and they show up to lead schools and they show up to Mm -hmm. lead school districts. And there it's, we're people, we're people with like those really deep ways that, that self-care, right. That self-care that drives us to do the work that we do
0: every day. Well, you have to know yourself in order to care for yourself. Right. So like, it's also recognizing the things, naming them, like this is what I need to be the best version of myself. Right. Even if it's like, I just need three square meals a day, you know, like don't let me get too hungry. Cause I am not the best <laughs> version of myself. When, <laughs> I, when I am hungry, get out of my way, you know, right. like I, it's, it's little things. And then it's also big things. Like I need to step away for a minute and I need you to be okay with that. Right. You know, um, because we do show up, mm-hmm. we show up for our kids, we show up for our, our other staff members, like our colleagues and if we're not the best version of who we are, then we can't really ask anyone else to be the best version of who they are because they're going to react to what we're, what we're bringing right. that day. Right. And I tell myself, like, the same way that kids
1: deserve the best of their teachers, um, my teachers, home leading, deserve the best of me. Mm-hmm.
0: Right? Like Yeah. So we need to sleep well and eat well and move and, and check in with each other and all the things. And heal And heal. Yeah. So you should come to our teacher self-care.
1: Yes, (laughs) definitely. So those sound like things that you need, AKA all humans do. (laughs) All educators in San Antonio need to be intentional about resting and being spiritual and healing from what we're all having to endure through a pandemic. And like Jen said, the world that we're currently in and we're schooling kids through that world yeah we would be happy to have conversations with all of y'all around your mind body and spirit and really taking care of yourself so salt collective 2020 is happening salt cures salt cures
0: salt hashtag cures. salt, cures. salt, cures. salt <laughs> cures and our website is www.saltcollective.io
1: all right guys we did it
0: you did it yay come visit us email us instagram us tweet us tweets you know how to find us that's right we're around okay guys see you soon bye Bye. i'm jen maestas and you're listening to miseducation